Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, everyone. It's Mevka Flesgehi, the Boston Marathon, New York City Marathon champion and Olympic silver medalist. And you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 245 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. I, it's been so long, almost I forgot what I'm supposed to say here. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Wow. You were like, <laughs> you had paused so much, I was like... Is there something wrong? There's something wrong. We Is your mic not on? It's been like two weeks or so since we've we've had an episode. Yes, and we would like to sincerely apologize for the delay. Oh, yeah, the, we we do not miss recording and putting an episode out unless something major is going on. That's true. And in our case, we had a couple of different things happen. We to did. Us. I so I I, I know we're going to catch everybody up. Of course. And all that. But as everybody knows, you know, we, we've been dealing with Amy's dad's diagnosis. Yes. And I, I don't want us to start anything else with the show until we, we talk about this. Okay. Because I think it's, it's something that, you know, we, we owe everybody in the, in the Runcation Nation. We agree on that. Yeah. You and I agree on that. My father was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. In May, end of April, beginning of May, 2022. Mm -hmm. And from the beginning, he was fighting and is still fighting today. This disease, this very fast, aggressive, aggressive. form of cancer. And he has been through... He started down here in our hometown at Florida Cancer Specialists and had excellent help in the doctors here going through chemotherapy, which didn't quite do the job. Eight rounds, nine rounds of mm-hmm. what they call R-CHOP, mm-hmm. which is a cocktail of some pretty mm-hmm. nasty stuff. Yeah. Amazing stuff, but yeah. but it can, it can do a number on you. Mm-hmm. And we were just so lucky that he tolerated the treatment well and that it did some good, but not enough yeah, because it's so aggressive. I was going to say, when you're when you're trying to get rid of cancer, 
what you want them to say at the end of your treatment is it's all gone. Not of course, you not do. that it's mostly gone or some of it's gone. Yeah, a lot of it's gone. No, no. Yeah, it's it's you, an all or nothing proposition. You you want it? You want the word remission? You want the word gone? Right. Not detectable at all. But that was not the case after the R chop. So the doctors down here collaborate with Moffitt Cancer Center up in Tampa. And we, you all have heard us talk about Moffitt before on the show. We run races in support of Moffitt. Right. And you also heard us make mention of it with, with your dad's treatment. Exactly. So they are often in this area. We are, we are lucky to be two hours away. Yeah. And they are years, light years ahead of most, most places in their research, in their trials, in their treatments. And we were lucky enough that the Florida Cancer Specialist got us on board with Moffitt to try a treatment called CAR-T. Yeah, and there's a lot of science involved. And as yeah, you yeah. all know, I love the science. But oh. the short answer for that is they run your, they, they do a bunch of tests on you. Mm. They hook you up to a, a machine that pulls out your white blood cells. They send them off to- Or what they call their the T-cells. T-cells. They, they send them off to a lab where they're reprogrammed- And re-engineered. To fight your cancer. Mm, and, then, and then- They put them back in you. Mm-hmm. And often your body doesn't recognize them. And it creates a whole new set of challenges. And side effects. And they want to be able to closely monitor you. So you stay- near the Moffitt campus for the first 30 days of treatment. And that's what we've been doing. So for the last, well, for the last month, basically, we've been taking turns up there. With other members of our family. Yeah. Taking care of, of her dad, which mm-hmm. I mean, taking care of is, is kind of a misnomer. We've just been with him. Yes. We've been very lucky. And I say, we were ready to take care of him. We were certified caregivers. We had gone through their training. We knew what we could or might expect and have to deal with. And uh, when I say we thank our lucky stars, we thank the universe, we thank whatever higher power there is, that he didn't suffer any of the worst side effects that we were preparing ourselves for they they look for something very specific there that that can mimic symptoms of dementia we never had to experience that there was only one one real bad night where he experienced some bone pain after a a shot where he i was with him yeah where where he got a shot to boost his white blood cells and that was a pretty rough night Yes. He also got a little bit of food poison while he was up there at one of the many, 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 many restaurants that we all dined out at over the course of the month in Tampa, where you're basically eating out three meals a day or eating what you can kind of prepare in your in your extended cell, extended stay hotel room. Mm -hmm. But mercifully, none of the major side effects. So lucky. So lucky that he tolerated the treatment so well. And... At the end of the treatment cycle, 
they had told us, you know, don't really in the in the first 30 days is not where we expect a complete wipeout of the cancer. And we talk about remission. We don't. We fully expect it to be in stasis, not not having any growth, which is a positive thing, or just a slight beginning of improvement when we compare the PET scan at the beginning to the PET scan at the end of the treatment. Yeah. And we, I think, were just as shocked as they were when we sat down to do the exit interview, the exit appointment, and looked at the scan, and they told us that there were no detectable signs of cancer. Yeah, it was the absolute best news that you could ask for coming off of any cancer treatment. But So happy. Yeah, so... This was an amazing, an amazing end to a very arduous journey. And of course, it's not over yet. They don't talk about remission. They they talk about comparing this to a, another scan in 60 days, a follow-up. And we are just hoping for continued success in this treatment. Yeah. And we can't thank everybody at Florida Cancer Specialists and Moffitt Cancer Center all of the the techs, the nurses, the doctors, everybody who's been involved. The host, the hotel staff that gets to know you when you're staying at a at a hotel for yeah. a month. Yeah, they get to know you. They Housekeeping, get to front understand desk, your needs, and and the other members of my family. Who it's challenging. It it is challenging, and and that's and under the best of circumstances. So yes, you know my. My sister, who had to spend time away from her husband and her daughter, my niece, and my mother, who has been married to my father for 63 years, come this December. And it's when when you've never spent that that much time apart from your partner in life, that is tough by itself. Oh, absolutely. And I, she is one tough lady, my mom, and my sister, just amazing caregivers, amazing fighters. And not much more to say than that, other than that is part of the reason that we were a little bit delayed with getting an episode out. Then on right on the heels of that. Because there's uh, healing to be done here at home. Yeah. Getting um, back into what he loves to do, which is to care for my mom. And then on the heels of that, Amy and I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> we've been, we've both been battling a little bit of norovirus and. Is that um, what you call it? That's, that's <sighs> what it is. And, okay. <laughs> and we are, we are both sitting here, you know, we normally joke about having some podcasting juice when we're, when we're recording and it's usually something of the adult variety. We're both having a, a, a tasty ginger ale right now. Yes. So yes. it's been a rough few days, which cut right into last week's production <laughs> schedule as well. Mm -hmm. So we are thrilled to be back this week and I'm feeling ever so slightly better today. Yes. It's a, everything's a, a, an improvement, but yeah. we have, we have a very special episode. We're so lucky. We we have been lucky to, during the course of my father's treatment, have wonderful news. During the course of the treatment, be able to collaborate together and meet up with members of the Runcation Nation we love so much. 
and run a race that's so near and dear to our hearts and Gasparilla during the whole thing. And you got to run Donna during the whole thing. We're so lucky. But today we count our blessings because we have a friend of the show that has come back to talk to us about something we are so excited to add to our race roster on runeatdrink.net. And I have to do that yet. But we are adding a brand new inaugural race in the Tampa area. And this special guest is known throughout the world, throughout the world, merely by three letters. M-E-B. That's right. Meb. So if you want to call this a Mebisode, I don't know if he likes that or not. He might not. And I apologize if he doesn't. But we have to bring you a, a fabulous episode with a silver medalist in the 2004 Athens Olympic Marathon, the men's marathon, the 2009 New York City Marathon champion, the 2014 post-Boston Marathon bombings men's marathon champion, Meb Kofleski, author of 26 marathons and just a citizen of the world who is originally from Eritrea, emigrated to Italy, and then grew up in California. He is a citizen of the world. When he runs a race, he runs to win, and that means different things, getting the best out of yourself. And it is a great honor and a great pleasure when I subscribed to his newsletter, when I came across the email that said he was now going to have his own race in honor of the Meb Foundation to raise funds for the Meb Foundation. And it was going to be right here in Florida, in Tampa. We couldn't help but talk to him about it at Gasparilla. And, and a special shout out and, and thank you to Sandy Lake, who arranged the whole thing. And also Samantha from the foundation who coordinated the dates and times around all of this, the the return of my father and, and getting him settled. And, and she was just fabulous. So shout out to Samantha and Sandy. And Sandy, shout out to you for your Tokyo Marathon. She's helping me coordinate this around taking a flight and getting one of the marathon majors. Wow. So applause and congratulations to you. But he has an inaugural race, a, a family fun one mile a 5K and a 10K in one of our favorite places. And he came to talk to us today about it. So we're going to have that interview with the man who introduced our show. So excited. Mip Kifleski. Yeah. And then after we talk running, of course, you know, we like to get fed. Of course we do. And have a tasty beverage. We are going to share with you a place that we discovered with Amy's dad. While we were up in Tampa, I, he, I say we discovered, you and your dad discovered no, it. No, my sister and my dad discovered it. Oh, okay. So we owe this to them. Shout out to them on the recommendation because it's just fabulous. And uh, it, it works out so well. Everything just connects so well. We we did it on the heels of Gasparilla and it, it, his treatment. And it's it, so it's kind of a continuation of sharing the Tampa area, your hometown. Mm-hmm. 
and looking forward to a, another race there. But first, before we do all of that, mm. you've got some shout outs for people because yes. we've got a little catching up to do. Yeah. And I don't think I got them all in here today. So I'm sure that there will be others on next week's episode, but I would like to start out by shouting out everybody in the Runcation Nation and those we share with the Extra Mile podcast group as well, like Dean, like patron Dean and Judy of the show, mm -hmm. Gerber. Congratulations to all of you who ran the 2023 spring edition of Jeff Galloway's Half Marathon Weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. <sighs> and we wish we could have been there. The FOMO is so real. Really? So, so real. We actually had, because of our illness, we had to cancel. We, yeah, we canceled I, we, our flights and hotel the night before, before we were supposed to go. So we're very thankful to Delta. We're very thankful to, not sponsors of the show, but could be. Hilton have, have been a, a past episode sponsor. Mm -hmm. But thank you to both them. And thank you to Jeff, who I reached out to via email and he he said, I know it's closed for you to convert to virtual online, but it won't be a problem. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we will do those miles and we will um, sadly not on the Beltline or anything like that. We won't experience Atlanta in March, celebrate St. Patrick's Day that way. But we can't wait to get those miles in. To support Jeff Galloway's race weekend that we love and hold so dear. Congratulations to everybody who did it. Absolutely. We also want to congratulate Jennifer Hall for completing the DC rock and roll. Yes. She looked sport. She always wears sunglasses. She always looks so cool in her post-race photos with her medal. And it just, she, she looked like, she just looked so fresh and just like, yeah, just like so cool. I've got this. So Jennifer Hall, Fun Size Jen, congrats. And congratulations to Kelly Anderson, who, and this is a couple of weeks in coming, congratulations on the best damn race in Orlando, which uh, from what I understand was a race weekend, yes. a challenging race weekend. So congratulations on getting that in and accomplishing that goal to Kelly and Jennifer Fink. Congratulations on your second marathon in little rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Very nice. You continue to pursue with all of your passion and all of your intelligence and all of your beauty, all of your goals in life. And I know that you had a little bit of a struggle that you shared on social media this past week. You're going to get there. You're going to get where you need to be what your destiny is, and we just love you, and congratulations, you marathoner, you. Two times, two times. And congratulations to Maria Miller, who at that same weekend did the Little Rock Half. So we love you both, and they're very, very close friends, and I'm sure that they celebrated, hopefully, with an adult beverage after that Little Rock Half and, and full. And I think that we really need to experience that one in, in the future sometime. I, I agree. We've heard such good things about it, and I want to— Some I, people say yay. Some people say— Well, we need I an excuse know. to get there anyway, though. Yeah. That, uh, we've never been to Arkansas. Mm -mm. 
I think we've only flown over Arkansas. True. We've never even like had a layover there. So, so we need to get there. Exactly. And last but not least, locally here, we have Christy Van Allen and Greg Ellsbury. They ran a very hot, very humid NAMI 5K in downtown Fort Myers. Oof. That apparently is the same course that we've run before for the cops and, and joggers. joggers. So yeah, it was oh, bridge, started right bridge down, run. Yeah, started right down in Centennial Park, mm. went, you know, out and over the bridge into North Fort Myers and back. Woo! Yeah. Okay. And that way to was get a, the hill work in peeps. Yeah. That was a hot one. I remember she posted a photo and I think she was the same color as the hat that she wore from Gasparilla was that, that, that orange, orange Gasparilla one. Yeah. So uh, good job guys. We, we know how humid that is and you got your bridge work in. So mm, hills. Yay for hills. Yeah, yeah. The only way to get hill work in around here. You'll be stronger for that May race that you posted in the Runcation Nation Facebook group. That's true. Yeah. So if you want a shout out for you or someone else you love, as we continue to catch up on shout outs in the next week and, and get back on track, please do. We scour the all the social media and all the interwebs, as it were. But it's really great when you keep it going by emailing us either a written or a little I don't know, about a minute, a minute's worth of a, a shout out for you or someone in the Runcation Nation, a little bit of audiogram that we could, audio recording that we could play on the show. Email that to us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or go old school. Give us a call at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. And leave us a voicemail. Again, keep it to about a minute. We'll watch, play it. Watch the language. And oh, we'll, come on. And we'll make you Runcation Nation famous. I don't think we've had anybody use any kind of language that was inappropriate for the show when, when, when sending in anything like that. Yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> but send it in because we want to keep the trend in 2023 going of you all just sharing with us love for other members of the Runcation Nation. And it doesn't really, ha it doesn't have to be running related. It could be just accomplishing goals in life. Share them with us either way. So with that, let's talk running or rather let's talk about a new race Yes, that we are adding to our race calendar that will be updated here soon yes. on the website. But <laughs> for the race that Meb has chosen to lend his name to. Yes. He, he has been a partner in other races in the past. This one is in his wife's hometown and your hometown of Tampa. And it supports the MEB Foundation, Maintaining Excellent Balance. It supports kids with shoes, with school gear, with scholarships. It, uh, it is an amazing foundation that MEB started. And he runs other races like and he and others have run for this as charity runners in New York, in Boston, in Chicago. Right. But this is a race just for the foundation. It's called the Run with Meb to support, to benefit the Meb Foundation. And we will put links to the foundation and the race in the show notes we got a chance to talk to him about what motivated him, what made him choose the specific time of year and location, and what we can look forward to at this race weekend, because we're already registered. 
we, yeah. We've created a team. It's, it's there. And, mm-hmm. and like, I think the minute you found out about it, you registered. I did. So. The minute I got the email, the minute I got the newsletter that said, hey, this is it. I was like, hey, we need to do this. And then we need members of Runcation Nation with us. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That'll be great. So, so I formulated a team, which is, of course, called the Runcation Nation. Of course. And there's a link in our bio on Instagram, on our link tree, on everywhere. And so we hope that people will join us. But first, let's let's hear all about it from the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Meb Kofleski. Dana, you know how excited I am. Anytime we have this man on our show, I am so excited that this week we welcome back not only an Olympic silver medalist, New York City and Boston Marathon champion, a celebrated author, an inspiring overall, just a, an American hero of mine, Meb Kofleski. And Meb, just... Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us on the show today. You turned me up, Amy. Thank you so much. And Dana, for having me on your show. It's great to be back again because I always enjoy last time, a couple of times we had and meet you guys in person and always seeing you guys run and participate in those events is awesome. And the advice to other runners is incredible. So just thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. I'm so excited. I was so disappointed to miss you at Gasparilla that that I was so jealous of Dana to get to be able to see you at the expo. We love to see you at that race every year. The Gasparilla is pretty always special. Always great to see you guys. And we had a nice chat with Dana. So you were in our thoughts and prayers and (laughs) I just was already missing in person. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And just so we're clear, I had very specific directions to get to the expo and see MEP. So I'm glad that I was able to fulfill my mission. (laughs) But, you know, Gasparilla is our opportunity to see you, which we, we love taking advantage of. But you know, and Tampa is near and dear to my heart, of course, being where I I was born and raised. And that's your home now, Meb. And you're bringing a new run yeah. to Tampa. And we were hoping that you might be able to tell us about your upcoming run, the inaugural run with Meb benefiting the Meb foundation. Definitely super excited. It's going to be, and like I said, May 6th is going to be at the Al Lopez park ne- next to the Raymond stadium, James stadium on Heim street. And I'm getting to know the neighborhood a little bit and what a better way. I ran there many times. And when I came to visit here, family, my wife grew up here and uh, her family lives here. So we were able to, uh, you know, when we come here, spend a lot of time in Tampa and special specifically Bayshore and Al Lopez Park. So, you know, I've done quite a bit of mile repeats there. <laughs> so we will have the distance will be a mile run for the kids or for fun walk. And then we're going to have the 5K and 10K run with me. And it'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. And now it's something to give back to the community. And then also the benefit in the Med Foundation, which it does an excellent balance through health, education, and fitness for kids. So I'm super excited about it. We have run in Al Lopez Park. Mm-hmm. That was actually, it's so... I, it's just like everything is intersecting. We're we're celebrating six years of the show, and it that that was the very first place that we covered a race 
for our podcast. So we love that place. There are definitely some shaded areas and it's it's a nice closed off areas for runners. So I think it's a great place to run. Now, Florida weather can be questionable at certain times of year. I'm sure that you are well aware. What made you select May as the time of year to hold your race? You know, we were uh, planning on doing it in January. It was going to be January 7th. Uh, oh. As a plan, as a resolution run, with, you know, everybody making their resolution goals. And mm. that was the start of it. But I had a, com- a schedule conflict that came up. And, and the only Saturday that was open to be able to make this year happen was May 6th. Yeah. <laughs> so the weather, hopefully, you know, we're not doing a half marathon or full marathon, but we'd love to get the local support to come and whether it's volunteers or kind of cheering the runners on or mm-hmm. run, walk the 5k, 10k or the kids fun run. So it's not for time for anything. Just go out there, have fun and meet and greet. And I'm looking forward to uh, being there and also encouraging others to go the distance in a park. Like you said, it's a little bit shady area, it's flat and you, know, you can see people run a couple of times. So we hope to have a good experience and hopefully we can keep it going. Did you choose it because it was a flat kind of course? <laughs> Well, it was, you know, Sandy Lakes has kind of helped me with this. She helped with my foundation consultant. <laughs> and now, I mean, it, you know, Tampa is well flat, so they're not going to find <laughs> find hills. And the question was whether to do it at, you know, scenic like Bayshore and things like that. But then, you know, the expense at the first time was a little bit an issue. So we want to be able to make, just make sure, have see how this goes and hopefully if positive, have, sure. you have a positive experience and, we can move into a different neighborhood, but that was where the city park is, and then we can utilize it that Saturday. Nice. I think it's a great selection. It's one, one of my favorite locations yeah. for a closed loop park run. Mm-hmm. Nice and safe. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Paint a picture for us a little bit. You know, when people sign up, what can they expect for that day? Talk a little bit about the what you're envisioning for the run, medals and shirt designs, maybe. What do you got in mind for We definitely have the medals for the finishers. It says uh, Run With Med, Med Foundation, Benefit Med Foundation, the, the ribbon, and then the 5K and the 10K and the mile fun run. And then obviously my slogan, Run to Win, will be in the middle of the ribbon. So it takes a lot of details, you know. And yeah. <laughs> I just like go run hard and, you know, finish strong and get a medal around my neck. But this one is, uh, you know, Howie, my brother and manager, and Sandy and others has been help- very help- helpful into that designing. And then also we're doing a T-shirt. Also, we're trying to see what maybe that replicates similar to the first t- shirt that I got when I was in seventh grade, oh. you know, similar to that. But it's kind of still we have to order some which hasn't ordered yet. So it should be very soon. And uh, but yeah, so it, it, and it's going to be virtual also. So mm. for those people that want to like to support and help the foundation, they will uh, they can sign online. So what would be the number one reason that the Runcation Nation should either run this in person or run the virtual? Well, running in person is always fun, you know, interacting and meeting people, all the people that I have met somehow, some way through races or mm. through training. So to be in person is the best deal. But I know also that some, you know, some people don't want to travel for 10K or 5K, but if they want to support, it would be a good way to do it virtually. And, you know, and it's, a, it's benefited the, for foundation. So it's not for profit by any means. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it would be great to have uh, as many supporters as possible. 
Now, we've been talking a lot about the race, and you've mentioned the foundation several times. For those that don't know, can you tell the Runcation Nation about your foundation? The foundation is a med foundation, maintaining excellent paths for health, education, and fitness for young kids. So been here in Tampa, I've been giving back a lot, talking to schools or the Boys and Girls Club or the YMCA. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about giving back, encouraging others to, to help. You know, sometimes we go to talk to schools and some people just need a motivation, you know, hey, to eat healthier, to eat well, and encourage others to ec- exercise. And then also we have been done a lot of work to the Met Foundation for the, in Eritrea and then in San Diego mm-hmm. and in Tampa. And people write us letters. And, you know, sometimes we're giving up scholarships and sometimes we have given sh- over 70,000 pair of shoes. And, and then also, you know, some people need backpacks and school materials and we're there to help them. As a product of Tampa's public school yes. system, or Hillsborough County Public Schools, mm-hmm. and the Boys and Girls Club, I really appreciate that. That's amazing. What oh, shout out to your what your high school is Robinson High T- School. T.R. Robinson High. Right. I used to. That's how we met through speech and debate. We used to be competitors in that. And my dad is a retired football coach. We used to play Robinson High School a little bit. It's good to give back to the local community from whence my husband of almost 25 years came. Is there a specific story when you think about the foundation? We've just asked you about the foundation. Is there a specific story that comes to mind where you've just taken a look at all the work that you all have done over the many years that the foundation has been in existence? You can say, yes, this is an example of what these funds will be used for. This is what how we make a difference. Absolutely. Sometimes we have given school foundations to schools so when they go to college, the people who worked extremely hard through their fitness and health and education, and they can't afford that scholarship. And so they're grateful for that. And we mm. have given the, the San Diego High where I went for male and female scholarship to that. But also sometimes we're giving kids shoes and they say this is the first time they ever had tennis. And we take it for granted. We have you know, 300 pair, you know, 300 miles on our shoes and then Mm -hmm. time to change it and whatnot. But for some, that's, you know, that's the first time they're having. So it's changing lives through exercise. You know, when we're in San Diego, sometimes we, I got letters when you given even some, donate some shoes to juvenile. And when they're, you know, in that hostile place, they can use their shoes to run. And Mm -hmm. so it's, running teaches you to, Start exercising with that. It helps you be a better in a better state of mind. And mm. I know for the young age, running is used as you're late or give me some push-ups. So go run a lap. And you and I know that you know running is a beautiful thing for yeah. the body and the soul because you will think clearer, you will think better, and you will feel better if you exercise. And I think that's what the message with the Med Foundation trying to do in the process, mm. trying to help as much through health, education, fitness as possible. Oh, it's a, such a great message. And just, I, yeah, yes, your mind is in such a better place. No matter how young or old you are, it is just, it makes such a difference in our lives. I know that. Mm-hmm. Wish we had known it and not had been for the, you know, like you said, it's punitive sometimes when you're kids, you know, you go run a lap or, but it's, but it can be such a force for good for kids. And I'm so glad that your foundation is representing that for kids. I'm just really glad to be able to be in that position to help others. You know, like I said, some schools need materialistic stuff and some just need the motivation. And then that, you know, and by accident, they're bringing the parents to the fitness in a way, you know? So, so that's another positive thing. And 
just grateful for the opportunity to share, you know, this limelight with others to help them be the best mm-hmm. they can. And I think, you know, through exercise, you're going to be a better student or in, in the result of that, hopefully you can be a better contributor to society as well. For sure. Can't ask for anything better than that. Yeah. Now, we, we were just in Tampa for the Gasparilla. Yes, yes. You were there as well. For those that may be coming to run with MEB. Of course. I think that it's important for the Runcation Nation to maybe have an idea of where to go to explore and indulge Tampa's cuisine after the race. So, Meb, when you're in Tampa, do you have a favorite or a go-to place or something that you like to do for a post-race celebratory meal or beverage? Something you can maybe give a little inside information to our listeners? Absolutely. I think um, more so we are eat dine a lot at home and, you know, with girls practice, we are always on the go with soccer and track and field. But yeah, there's a places that you can indulge here where there's the area called Hyde Park, there's oh, yeah. a few restaurants and there's the amateur work where you have also by the river walk where you can go there and there's a bunch of restaurants in that same dimension. Somebody can go to this one and then somebody else, the next one, different ethnicity, mm-hmm. and then you can come and on the benches and have together dinner. So, so we've done some of that. And there's also some fancy Nancy restaurants that you like to check out as well. Have you, Meb, have you ever been to Eulalie right there next to the Armature Works? Yeah, Richard's go, Richard, uh, who's a runner, who's the owner of that, and mm-hmm. has been great. Gosman, that is, you know, he was very kind enough to also help with possibly, uh, you know, with the foundation fundraiser. And we, oh. just, the weather was not applicable last this last 2022. And mm-hmm. I was reluctant about it, but he's a runner. He's a great guy. And he has multiple other versions, whether it is Elilis or Columbia. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, you might even see a couple items at that. One of the goody goody is also his that uh, there's a jacket that his, his mar- New York City Marathon jacket that is signed by Shalane Flanagan and I when we were here in 2016. So, yeah, there's restaurants here that you could really have a good time with. It's, oh, yeah. And some of these names, members of the Runcation Nation might recognize. We've mentioned these oh, yes. once or twice on the show before. So. Oh, yes. We uh, love Meb's it. got good taste. He does. <laughs> <laughs> And we and you have a great taste in gyms. We love running and walking at Al Lopez Park. We've done it for a couple of different races. We can't wait. We're already registered for your race. So we can't wait to run with you. And we want to thank you so much for what you do for the running and run walk community. And we want to just Thank you so much for joining us on the show to talk about the race. And we really hope that, well, we know in May, we will be with you to accomplish, explore, and indulge right around the corner from where the Bucks play, right? At Al Lopez Park on May 6th, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for your support and thanks for having me and uh, thanks for you guys for the running community. I'm just delighted to be part of this um, small part of the Tampa running community to be able to, you know, encourage people not only on May 6th during the Run With Map Benefit the Map Foundation, but every day that I'm a Bay Shore is giving them thumbs up or they want to run with me here and there. It's always a pleasure. You know, uh, there's races where you can get medal, but there's also 364 days other times that you can encourage and encourage others. So thanks for having me. Plenty of opportunities every year to get yeah. a little bit better each yeah. day. Join our team, Runcation Nation, in person or virtually 
at the Run with Meb on Saturday, May 6, 2023 at Al Lopez Park in Tampa, Florida, benefiting the Meb Foundation. The link will be in our show notes. And like I said, thank you so much. And we can't wait to accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon, Meb. Thank you. Thanks, guys. He knows great places to indulge and explore as well. He's got good taste. Run. Yeah. And I love how everything is connected with us. I I I'm so honored that he spent the time. He was so generous with his time and talking with us about the race, the foundation. It's at Al Lopez Park, which is we very know very well. Near and dear to our hearts because that was the site of our very first race for the show. Exactly. And so. we have returned there several times for the Tampa Beer Run. Mm-hmm. So we're very familiar with it. We cannot recommend it enough just based on the course itself. Yeah. All that information that, like we talked about in the interview, is going to be in the show notes. Yep. Join our team. Come join us in Tampa as we accomplish, explore, and indulge with Meb Kofleski. So exciting. And his race. Yay. But all this talk of running... Has it made you hungry? It has made me hungry. And, you know, given that we haven't felt much like eating the last few days, it's it's nice oh. that there were, something's having this kind of effect on me. Well, that's good. I'm glad that we're talking about food, and it is excellent food. And I will tell you, it is a place that is near the University of South Florida. It's be- because it's a place— we discovered based on my sister's and my father's recommendations. They they did some exploring, looking for food options when they were up there. Huh. She when she took a week to be up there with him. Mm-hmm. And okay, for those that are familiar with the Tampa area, okay, that part of town is historically the kind of used to be the northern border of of civilization as as you know, you would consider it. When I was growing up out there, it was basically cow pastures. Yeah. It has it has in the last thirty years it's really grown okay. and you've got you know wonderful neighborhoods and businesses and shopping centers and, mm. and everything and then and then beyond that's West Chase so you have plenty of great great stuff out that way now but uh, but yeah. you also have it, it's near the University of South Florida but it's also near Bush Gardens well near sure. near is a relative word you're, you're it's, it's 20 to 30 minutes away from Bush Gardens and and yeah it's it's a bit of a hike. Really? Yeah. Really because it it felt like it didn't take that long to get there. It, it it's it's a very straight shot. It's easy to find. There's no no problems. I'm, okay. But I'm just letting everybody know, if you're in the middle of downtown Tampa, this is going to be up towards Bears Avenue, which is where, where you're going to be going to, which is kind of in the northern, the very northern part of Tampa. Okay. And Bush Gardens is where? Near Bush Boulevard. Which is how far away from Bears Avenue? About tw- it's about a 20-minute drive. 20 minutes. Yeah, because it didn't seem like it was no, all that far. That's the that, that's kind of the beauty of like when you're staying in downtown, you're about twenty minutes, depending on traffic. Now downtown, you define downtown as like where we were for Gasparilla. Yeah, where there are skyscrapers and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, downtown. Was that a smarty pants? That was a smarty pants. Come on, yes. <laughs> for the people who have not been to Tampa, you cannot miss downtown. It's the only part of Tampa that has skyscrapers. Okay. 
It's okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Got it. So this place is a little bit of a drive. If you're there vacationing at Bush Gardens or you're there in the downtown area, it's it's not too far. And I think it's very much worth the drive. Oh yeah, very much so. This is this is one of those out of the way but worth it kind of places to go. And the locals know about it because this place does a pretty brisk business at night. Yes. And they are pretty much only open during the evening hours. A couple of days they were open around lunchtime. I got to take your dad there for lunch. Okay. Yeah. But they tend to do that towards the end of the week when business kind of picks up for... Makes total sense to me. Making it for the weekend. And of course, the place that we're talking about is called... Wood Fired. Just Wood Fired. Wood Fired. Mm -hmm. And why is it named that? It's because they have a wood fired, they have a pizza oven, and they do everything in it, whether it, with the exception of salads. They, (laughs) okay, right? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just that would, killing it. That, uh, I'm salad, just killing it. A salad would not last long in that I'm that just oven. killing it. No. But what they cook. Yes. What they cook. This is terrible. You know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. I'm recovering. We're recovering from illness. So, yeah. They do wings. They do meatballs. They do pizza in this oven. And it smells amazing. It is a tiny place. Yeah, it's actually, it's it's tiny. They have a little back room for, like, gatherings. Mm-hmm. It's cute. And you can sit at the bar and see them cook in this wood-fired oven. Yes. It's built into the wall. And they are just constantly working constantly working from the word go. I love their wine selection because we haven't featured a whole lot of wine on the show. We keep saying we're going to. And they are, in addition to being known for this wood-fired pizza oven, they are known for their extensive list of wines. They have house wines that are, they, they say, are you going for inexpensive or are you going for the upper end? So you could have an extravagant glass of wine or you could have a really inexpensive yet very flavorful glass of wine and local brews on tap. Yes. And regular non-alcoholic beverages that are just fabulous that my dad partook in. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to start at the beginning of the meal with the salads, which were an unexpected, amazing addition and way to kick it off. Yes, I would agree. I had my favorite, and they have others too, but my favorite salad that I had there was the avocado pesto burrata, <laughs> which, what? I was say, you and I went on two separate days and we both got the same thing. Yeah. Well, we went there on multiple days. I went there on multiple days with my dad, and I had a prosciutto and arugula salad as well, which was great. However, this is the one I'm going to highlight because the house-made avocado, the, the, not, not the avocado, the pesto, mm-hmm. the house-made pesto, oh, when we had leftovers, that 
that pesto was coming, coming, coming back to the hotel room, too. But so I could have it with the pizza crust later. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So avocado pesto burrata. Fresh avocado served with our house-made pesto and burrata. It's a, a, a bit of arugula. The peppery arugula, the creamy inside of the burrata, the the fresh, firm avocado, and just the butteriness of it, the avocado. For people who may not have had a burrata. Oh, yes. Tell them what it is. Cheese. It's cheese. It's a it's a ball of magic cheese. It's think of it as like a fresh mozzarella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you cut open, when you cut it open, it kind of oozes yeah. out this it's goodness. Not, and it's not hot. No, no. It's just that the inside is softer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So tangy. Slightly salty creamy it's a mozzarella lover's dream yeah and the pepperiness of the arugula that had oil and vinegar that was it was dressed in and the avocado was firm they only use the perfect ripeness which was a buttery texture if you will Mm. just so so flavorful the whole thing together i couldn't agree more i got the same thing Mm. We, we didn't plan that no, uh, they didn't tell you. And I had it on a separate day. Yeah. Your description is perfect. Delicious. I am a huge pesto fan. I just think that the herbaceousness from the basil and the pesto is such a nice complement to the creaminess of the of both the avocado and the burrata. And they're different kinds of creaminess though. They are. They are. Yeah. And, and you you just have a wonderful flavor balance when you kind of get a perfect bite with everything on it. Oh. Great salad. So, so good. Now, your dad steered me towards the pizza. Is this the same pizza you and your dad got? Well, wait a minute. Can we just back up and and can we talk about, like, uh, the meatballs and ricotta? Sure. Okay. Because, oh, my God. Okay, there's a little mini cast iron skillet. And there is uh, ricotta and little meatballs, not humongous meatballs. They are maybe, I don't know, the size of a golf ball. Okay. Would you I'd say, say a that's smaller, fair? Little maybe, smaller yeah. And, and there are several of them in here. And they are surrounded with fresh tomato sauce, fresh ricotta, and covered with mozzarella and then put in that pizza oven. Oh, Oh, it's a wood fired oven. So it imparts the flavor of, of the wood smoke there. Oh. The secret of this place. I think I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Is their tomato sauce? It is because it's not too sweet and not too acidic. And it's... they would fire the tomatoes before they make the sauce. Uh. Yeah. It's so good. So there's a s- inherent smokiness in the tomato sauce. There were several tables around me that they were all asking for sides of the tomato sauce to be able to dip crust pizza crust in I, or I can understand whatever. Why. But you got the that oh, the ricotta and, and the meatball was a fine grind of yes. on the meat, and, and it, I think it would be great if you sliced it and put it on pizza. 
And I think they mean that. That's probably what they do with those if you ask for meatball on your pizza. Yeah. So, but the appetizer alone makes me want them to do it with pasta. And I know their specialty is wood-fired. I got it. It's in the name, all that. This, my mouth is watering right now. It's so good. The ricotta and the tomato sauce and the meatball is just a perfect bite. So cheesy, so gooey, so stringy, so smoky, and just amazing. Yeah. Mm. 100%. Very, very good appetizer. Uh, Or if you're even just looking for a small something. Meal. Like maybe you wanted a light lunch, you know, and you wanted to get some protein. That'd be a great option there as well. Well, their wings were great, their, too. Their wings are very good. Oh, their um, lebed pepper wood-fired wings. Mm. But the star of the show is the pizza. Of course. And Naturally. You, and your dad steered me towards the Michelangelo. The Michelangelo. And this is their pizza with wood-fired tomato sauce mm. topped with wood-fired house-made fresh mozzarella, pepperoni, sliced fresh criminy mushrooms, and caramelized yellow onions, a small as 12 inches, medium as 14, and a large as 16 inches. Your dad and I split. I think that we got a, a, a medium and we had pizza Plenty left to take over. over. Yeah. Back to the hotel. Yes. Back over to the hotel. And he added, I like that he added sausage to it. Oh, yeah. Because the sliced sausage was amazing in that wood-fired oven. Yeah, your dad. Your dad likes the likes the Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. So, what could I really say about this other than how was the crust? The, because the crust, I think, is made they, in that oven. They have a great they, they they do a great crust there, and I think that is that is the other secret for this place is that yeah. they've they've got their their crust recipe or their dough recipe down. So you get a great crisp on the exterior from that probably. Oh Probably anywhere from yeah. a 700 to an 1100 degree oven, I'm guessing. I don't know. So the 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 crust has a little bit of char, a little bit of crispness, but when you bite into it, it's also got a little bit of of chew and a little mm. bit of give. Like you could fold the, the slices. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you could, could. You could definitely fold the slices. So. The, again, the smokiness that that wood-fired oven imparts is subtle but it's there and then there's a hint of that smokiness in the tomato sauce as well which carries through every bite you you cannot go wrong i love Mm. criminy mushrooms i Mm. i I think they're just a wonderful chewy meaty mushroom they are meaty they give a bite they have a bite they do and i think that they're just a there's a little more there's more flavor than say like a, a white mushroom or oh, like a button mushroom you know, button i don't mushrooms. exactly they're they're just kind of like whatever there. you do to them exactly you have to do something to them yeah criminies have a little meatiness of, the, of their own and caramelized onions on pizza heck yeah heck yeah. oh my gosh well and also pepperoni like what you do to pepperoni in one of those ovens like the it, it becomes kind of like a cup of pepperoni with an edge yes and i so just love that, that. Crispy edge to it and the the that's from the high heat of that oven. And the crust is just, it, it I know. It's, it's, you know, we love nice guys pizza. We love nice guys pizza. This to me is the closest thing. One, yeah, of, the, one of the closest. I've I had. think it's just, it's as good 
wood fired. That's. Oh yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the wood fired version. Yes. And we just need like their whole staff there too. So, but, but their staff was just fabulous. They really but were. But all of the people that waited on us were just amazing people and never stopped running, never stopped going. No. And, uh, and they had really nice recommendations in terms of beverages as well. They did. And you're going to talk a little bit about the wine you had. Yeah. So I only had one, one alcoholic beverage while we were there. They have just a full, a full on, very extensive pages and pages of wines. And they are very knowledgeable. They can recommend something that is a higher end, an older vintage. Or if you're looking for something dry, they have a nice mall, like a dry, woody Malbec or in the red family. Or you can go light and crisp. And I happen to go very light and crisp in a Sauvignon Blanc. And they have house, they have house rosé, they like a like a little white Zinfandel-esque. Mm-hmm. They have a house red. They have this is their one of their house white wines, which is from New Zealand. And I really like the flavors from New Zealand because it, it was crisp. It was the flavor of a green grape or a white grape, mm-hmm. rather. Like that white grape crisp, like almost fruit juice, but not sweet. And the, I don't know, it was just crisp. Like you say high carbonation in terms of beer, but this is just like got that crisp finish and it was very refreshing. And they'll go up to, and they'll do a, a nine ounce pour for you. Then, in case it's been a rough day. And yeah. Or you do really six. need to indulge after a race. They'll do six, they'll do nine. But this, this was quite lovely. And there's a picture of it in the episode artwork, but I really wanted to, at some time, take an Uber, a Lyft, a rideshare, have a designated driver to be able to try some of the higher-end wines or really just have recommendations in terms of the reds or the blush wines or the the other kinds of whites, like a, du- a good Pinot Grigio or like a nice red like Cabernet Sauvignon. Or just that's, I would, I would like to sample some of the, because I feel like they have a nice wine cellar offering. So it would seem. mm -hmm. So I just based on this one wine, which is a house wine and an inexpensive offering alone that you should go and try not only their fabulous salad, amazing meatballs and wonderful wood-fired pizza, but also the house wines and the upper echelon wines when you are looking to celebrate something. And the this was the Sauvignon Blanc from Matua Marlboro. Mm-hmm. It was a 2018 out of New Zealand. Very nice. And I don't know a whole lot about that particular brand so i don't know if they have other kinds or but i like that they chose this it was just crisp clean tasted almost like a white grape juice that was just really refreshing very nice so i highly recommend and i think people would find 
a wide range to suit them. And if they want beer, there's local beer on tap. Plenty of local beer on tap. There I was had, Copper Tail. I had offering an, an offering when I was there from Copper Tail. So can't recommend Did you have like the Unholy Triple? Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is nice. Hard to beat. Yeah. So you're you're not going to go wrong. Wood Fired mm. is the name of the place. It's in, my dad kept calling it a strip mall, but it's just, it's like it has a whole host of businesses in there. There's an Irish pub in there. There's Mexican restaurant, Mexican restaurant and a bar. And it, it just, it, it, it's a hidden gem. I think I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. It, and so it's one of those that you're going to have to drive a little bit. If you're in downtown Tampa, it is absolutely worth the drive. Yes. Check these guys out. You've got a link to it in the show notes. I do. I do. So check out the episode artwork this week as well. Amy was so good. very careful to put photos of the food in the episode mm-hmm. artwork so you guys can see what we are talking about. Yes, but, and uh, the bottle of the wine so that you could give it a try because it's readily available a- across the country. Very nice. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this week's so glad. episode. Stay so glad tuned. to be back. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're going to get caught up. We owe you guys some content. Yeah. It's coming your way. We promise. Stay tuned for more accomplishing, exploring and indulging from us next week. But before we go, we want to take a moment to ask you guys, we need a favor. We are hoping that you will head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. We, we haven't asked for this one in quite some time. And we would love to know how how we've been doing. How have we been giving you a five star podcast? Tell us and how all the ways and and what are the things that you still want and the from things us. that could make us a six star podcast? Right, like above and beyond the scale on Apple Podcasts. That's one way that we grow and improve and then build the Runcation Nation as well. Exactly, and that's what we want to do is build this amazing community that you guys are making every single day. Yes. So if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts, find us, give us a rating and review. We can share those on the show and you can help us grow. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us in 2023 on your long run, your commute to work around the house, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well. And thank you to Meb Kofleski for the interview this week. And we look forward to accomplishing, exploring, and indulging with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941 941- 677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.